Lazy Hikers, Trail Magic, Galore, Picking Up a Hitchhiker from Germany, who's also hiking the trail, of course, and some of the most beautiful trails of the AT, epic in-trail towns, and of course, our favorite meal the entire trip so far. Join us on the inside as we explore trail towns of the AT, and in this episode, we head to the state of North Carolina. Podcast listeners, what is up? Mike R. and Jill G. here. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Big episode. We got a lot to talk about, I think, today. I feel like it went really fast, though. It did. We were there in North Carolina for seven nights. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It was That was the second week that we've been on the trail, right? Yep. Yep. And a lot of good stuff, though. So let's dive yeah. in, right? Mm-hmm. First, within hours of arriving in North Carolina, we went to our first hiker-themed brewery. Yes, the Lazy Hiker. Which, My favorite. I got a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you got a t-shirt. Uh, it is pretty cool, though, there. It's, it's in downtown Franklin, North Carolina. I think they have a second location where they brew in another small town nearby there, but... Franklin, North Carolina is about 10 miles off the AT, and the Lazy Hiker does a great job of, the beers are named after different, like, the Slack Packer, the the Fog, like, all these different names. They had hiking shoes hanging from kind of the rafters in there. Like, one of the doors was propped open with hiking shoes. Every let's just absolutely everything was hiker themed. We did some trail magic there by you could purchase a buy a pour forward for a hiker when they got there mm-hmm. or somebody else if you wanted to. So we bought three three beers for some hikers that would sometime arrive in the next couple mm-hmm. days. Yeah, and one a beer. So there's just a little pegboard thing where then you would put them up on the board. Yeah, it was so really cool. Little trail magic there. Actually, there was a big sign there, too, that through hike. I guess any hikers, but it was really for through hikers could sign. It was a 2023 big banner, like, in the one hallway. And they had their old banners up from 18, 19, mm-hmm. 20, 21. So it, it was a really cool place. If you're hiking or if you like breweries themed around hiking. There's also a great food truck there. What was it called? I wish I could remember what it was called, but it's always there. It's the food truck that's in the parking lot, but it also caters to hikers. In fact, there were some specials, like if you were a through hiker. I think you get an extra... An extra burger An or extra burger on... You, the the single becomes a double yeah, automatically. Like that. Yeah, it's cool. Shout out to our friends, Tom and Liz. Yeah, who, our first friends that we had meet us on the trail. Yeah, so it was fun to get to spend a few hours with them. Tom, if you're listening to this episode, uh, we did make more pasta salad. He really liked the pasta salad <laughs> discourse, chit-chat in uh, the Georgia episode. But more pasta salad was made. And I think we did better. I do, too. It was even a better batch. Excellent. So that, that was our first uh, spot in Franklin. Mm-hmm. Staying at the downtown RV park there, mm-hmm. even though we're not in an RV, it was... Uh, you know, it offered all the things for us. Loved this place. Loved it. 
it was what a five minute maybe 10 minute walk to town five minute probably walk to like the main strip of town five minute walk to a dog park really nice so if you if you have a dog that is a great plus and then tomato rob some of the best camp hosts that we've had so far. So I call him to I called Tomato Robs. Robin Robin Cheryl were are the campground hosts there. Not the owners, but the campground hosts and just super so nice. wonderful people. And one thing he did was his brother had come from a farmer's market in Asheville with tomatoes and he gave us some tomatoes which we use on our sandwiches the next day. Our first fresh tomatoes of the season. They were super good. And then he cut up some watermelon and cantaloupe for us. I mean honestly could just like we're the most generous hosts and they worked really hard too like everything there was super clean super convenient. It was a really great place to stay. Yep loved it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little hiking. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Actually, some pretty fun hiking. Mm-hmm. So we, Franklin, North Carolina is a winding stair, winding staircase or winding stair gap. Winding stair gap. Winding stair gap is about 10 miles off the main drag. Really easy access for us to get there mm-hmm. though each day. And Cotopoxy and I went about a, a mile north one day and then I came back and dropped him off. And then we went, I went far south and then we did vice versa the next day. Tough hiking, not as tough as Georgia, but not as flat as Kansas or uh, mm-hmm. any of the plain states for sure. Still rugged mountain hiking. Yeah. Uh, but one day we, a couple things that happened out there on the, on there, the trails were I... We, we read the weather. The weather said rain. Uh-huh. That rain started to look like it was going to thunder. Well, well it, it was, was thundering. But it like was it, in town. It was a storm in town. Could, could turn bad. So I turned my hike back into a trail run, of which I, on the trail run down, lost my hiking pole. Because you have them in your backpack. So one popped out. And then the next day when we came back to hike the other side, when Cotopaxi and I went up to do our, our mile in and mile out, there was the pole sitting right there. Hanging on a post. So Hanging on the post. Back down to the post. So if you're listening and you did that, thank you. <laughs> found it, was, it. Found it. Got it. I would say that area was when we finally got into our groove. Not only kind of the drop-offs and pickups, but kind of knowing that we weren't going to have service at the gaps or that I wouldn't at the gaps and kind of making specific plans. And it just seemed to start (laughs) clicking because it had not been clicking. No. So I think that even when we were with Tom and Liz, it was kind of like first kind of deep breath, like, okay, we're going to be able to hack this. Yeah. And we can, we can do this. Mm Mm-hmm. The next day at the same gap as well, I think this probably the same day that I found the pole, mm-hmm. it was raining again, only not thunder, just a hard, but I got soaked. It was a hard rain all day. And as I was waiting, you were about to pick me up, found a hiker coming off just drenched. And you picked up, I guess, technically your first hitchhiker. First hitchhiker on the trail. Yep. Yeah. I did. And we took him into town. Super nice guy. Actually, the interesting part, um, 
because we hadn't been covering very much ground and because I sit at the gaps a decent amount of time waiting for you, I had seen him at Unicoi Gap and at Dick's Creek Gap. In Georgia. Uh-huh, earlier. And um, he was just looking, actually he was looking for a shuttle to go into town. He thought he'd stay in a hostel because he was soaking wet, uh, but we were able to take him. Gave him a lift to the Lazy Hikers, actually, yeah, where we took him. because yeah. we thought they might know the best options for hostels. But he was hiking as far as he could. In, in nine, 90 days. Oh, yep. 90 days, yep. Because he's from Germany, and that's how long his U.S. visa was, okay. he said. But yeah, it was pretty funny because he came off and he said, he asked me, you know, as I as I just walked up to, he said, oh, man, do you, are you going to Frank? Like, do you know if there's a hostel in Franklin? I'm going to wait around for a shuttle. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, here we go. Jill's going to get her first hitchhiker. I knew when I pulled up, I could see you two chatting and I knew he was getting in. He was a really (laughs) nice guy. Actually, the next day I saw him in town uh, at the, it was called, I think, Outdoor 76, a really nice local outdoor supply store. And he was getting some new gear. His pack... Oh, man. Did he say... I think he said it weighed 55 pounds. Yeah, he said he was hoping for a shakedown. He was not a very big guy. I mean, it pro- it was a heavy pack for him. So he was getting some different gear and, um, yeah, I think getting set up. Speaking but, of that, you did a little town tour of Franklin, North Carolina. Before we leave there, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? It's a really cute main street. There's a lot of shops, a lot of kind of local business owners there, a lot of really nice local restaurants um, there was little watercolor paintings on all of the trash receptacles. There was some alley art that you could look at. And then I just had a pamphlet here that I saved for this. It was called the WHT, the Women's History Trail. And it, I guess, was established in 2000, 2018. It had little plaques all over town that kind of just highlighted different women that had, um, helped kind of bring the city together everything from women in publishing to women in hospitality women in social work and kind of highlighted some of those people i started noticing that the very first day when we walked to the brewery but they were all through the downtown i had a drink and an app at the um it's called gracious plates on main street they were super nice it was just a really nice little town and even since then Moving forward, we've met some other people from Franklin. There was a huge, huge, I don't even know what to call it, piece of wood downtown that said, Welcome through Hikers 2023. Again, encouraging people to sign. Just very hiker-friendly. I think they really enjoyed having people pass through and chat with people that were coming that way. A couple other final fun facts about Franklin before we leave. That day you did that. Mm Mm-hmm. Cotopaxi and I went out and played some basketball and did a little dip in the river, which turned into apparently us doing a super secret mission because you thought you were coming to hoop it up and take a river dip. We we had discussed that we were going to do it later. And you did it during that time. I don't think so. I think I thought we had free time. So some super secret basketball boys day happened in Franklin as well. We had a really nice afternoon. (laughs) Uh, leaving Franklin, we also hiked the Bartram Trail, which is, I did a five-mile piece of that, but it's actually part of a hundred-mile trail that runs through North Carolina. So that was pretty cool. You could hike the whole hundred-mile hundred trail right off the AT, not not part of it. But, is it a uh, loop? 
or out and back? I think it's an out and back. Yeah. Or point to point, I guess. Now, let's head to Hot Springs. Mm -hmm. Hot Springs, North Carolina. On the way there, we decided to, we figured out how much our van could handle, though. Yeah. You, Mike had find, found a, really, it was supposed to be just a really easy mile and a half day hike. Um, max, max, max patch. patch. Mm -hmm. And it, it ended up that we were maybe, well, you kept talking about how the GPS kept climbing. Like, our miles were getting, like, shorter, but there was just a ton of time left. And all of a sudden, our next turn was a gravel uphill road. And after said twenty two minutes and like two and a half miles. No, it was like it was like twelve miles because we went five miles, I think. And it took us to go those five miles like thirty minutes maybe. And then we kind of got to a place where we had just a little bit of service, and we had another seven miles to go. And it just it kind of felt like it wasn't worth it that day. Yeah, I'm sure other days it probably would have been, but in the in the trail review, it, like, had people just picnicking up there or having some, like, professional photos taken. Like, it looked like a really pretty, like, view, but it was quite the ordeal to get up there. Well, and I think this is something, as we segue into Hot Springs, that is worth noting. While the trail is very close to a lot of different towns and, and spots and has shelters along it, if you're just coming in for a day hike on the trail to like Max Patch, which is on the AT, it can be really hard to get to. But like if you're just hiking the trail, mm -hmm. it's just kind of this little offshoot and off you go and you hit the summit. While you're really close to civilization, it's so, like... It is in the mountains. And yeah. I mean, every road is super twisty turning and we're in a really big vehicle Very or a big. big vehicle for us. So I think that that sometimes is just a little stress inducing as well. So we turned it around. So we aborted that mission. Max patch next time. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Hot Springs. Yeah, Hot Springs was another really great community. It was the first, I guess, really official trail town. Like the trail rolls right through the downtown. Like yep. if you're a through hiker, you would walk through the town. So that was kind of a unique aspect. For us to experience there. State of the Hot Springs Resort Campground. I, I mean, huge campground. I don't know. A resort is for we stayed at a on a dirt patch. I I we think did. there I think, I think there are there's a hotel or, or inns or something available, but yeah. we stayed at a campground. Well, I think it's also called that because across the street they have those mineral baths, mm -hmm. so you could go partake in the hot springs. Right on the French Broad River, mm -hmm. which is was great to get in and soak. Kind of a odd name. Uh, in fact, there was a musical group playing at the Bluegrass Festival called the Dirty French Broads. Mm -hmm. But gorgeous river. Mm -hmm. And two fun facts about the French Broad. Third longest river in the world. And it or th flows third oldest. Oh. Third, third oldest, sorry. And it flows the opposite way. Yep. It flows south to north. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't make sense when we said it last time either. Yeah, it flows the wrong way. Well, the wrong way. It well, flows its own way. The f yes, it I flows, like that. It flows opposite. The French the broad flows river, its yeah. own way. <laughs> and with that, though, the hiking was great there because we could literally walk right out of the campground and we were on the AT. 
we would go north and we would go south. It was super accessible. And of course, once you got off the main drag of Hot Springs, what awaited you but ups and downs and ups and downs. Lover's Leap Rock, though, is a kind of a fun jut out right outside of Hot Springs that looks out over the French Broad. Beautiful view out there. And really uh, some nice climbs both both ends if you're going northbound or southbound out of Hot Springs. Yeah, they had a great brewery downtown called the Big Big Pillow. Yep. I don't know why I don't know the name. I went every day. They had great Wi-Fi there as well. They had great Wi-Fi, and we did not have service at the campground. Mm-hmm. Best meal. Best meal. They had a taqueria there. Gray's. Gray, Gray Eagle. Ta- Gray Eagle Taqueria. Excellent place. Great beers. They had music one day. They had bingo one day. They just had all sorts of fun community building activities. There was so many other cute shops. There's a resupply place. Um a great little provisions spot. They had the the pizza place we went to is super unique too. Got a couple couple things to say about the pizza place. So they're the vinyl pies and all the pies are named after songs. So we got It's My Prerogative by Bobby Brown was the pizza. Good Vibrations by Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Uh-huh. And the dessert pizza by Def Leppard pour some sugar on me super creative i mean great pizza but also super creative brick house pizza it was great and then there was another really cute artisan like artisan mm-hmm. but the sun had coffee they had ice cream a great gift shop they had a sign out front that said rural communities standing up for racial justice which yep. i thought was really neat to see and really cool to see mm-hmm. it was a very welcoming town very much so. One more thing about Gray Eagle Taqueria. Mm-hmm. Uh, churros, the churros, and were a huge hit for me. I mean, I guess if you hike 15 miles a day, the food tastes a little bit better. No, but it tastes great even if you don't. See? <laughs> Pickled onions on their nachos. Yeah, those are good, that too. That was a really good touch. It was all really good there. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of that. Okay, so let's finish up hot springs here a couple other news and notes that uh were pretty fun there and interesting things the volunteer trail groups so the the at it said has somewhere between six thousand volunteers putting about six thousand volunteers every year putting in about two hundred thousand hours on the trail and i just want to give a little shout out a little love to these volunteer trail groups there's one in a lot of the communities, the trail towns. There's also ones by state. They keep this trail clean. They keep it well marked. They keep it, the maps up to date. I mean, it is, I've hiked probably, you know, we're recording this in Tennessee. I'm going on three, 250 miles so far. It's, it's so easy to follow. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And speaking of picking up trash in the campground when we were there, um, we our camp spot was next to a huge group. We assumed that they were Boy Scouts because the trailers had Boy Scout numbers and they locations. weren't in uniform or anything. No, but, but really felt like um, that was what they were 
that they were Boy Scouts. And so they had started to pack up that afternoon and they were, they were standing all kind of like, like hand to hand, arm to arm a little bit. And like, you were like, what are they doing over there? And it almost looked like they were going to start like a big circle or, and all of a sudden there was a command from one of them. They were stand, standing in a huge long vertical line or horizontal line. And they started walking through camp at the same time. And they were like doing this huge canvas because they had been there longer, way longer than us. Yep. And they were making sure that they picked up every single piece of trash. And I just thought it was so cool. You just, just like a total canvas of the grounds. They walked in step with each other to make sure that they did not miss any trash. Definitely would love to have them at one of our trash cleanup events. I mean, it was just really, it was pretty yeah. cool. And, re and really though, leave no trip. That was a yeah. really leave no trace policy. And there. you saw them all like bending over and picking up like the littlest of things. Cause obviously they'd gone around and picked up anything that they saw, but it was just those itty bitty micro pieces of litter that they were making sure that they caught. And the last thing we did in hot springs before we head to Asheville, of course you left me alone, the campground for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. So of course I made friends, of course, which we always just kind of joke about, but I've been there for three days. My sweet Nobody. ladies, Priscilla and her wife, Gail, asked if they could take a little snooze in their car while they waited for their family to get there that day because we had some in pretty... In our sight. In our sight. We had some pretty good shade. And they gave Cotopoxy milk bones. And then they Priscilla invited me over and met the whole family... And she made chocolate-covered raspberries, which does not do it justice. It was like a sundae of chocolate-covered raspberries. And you got one, too. It was unbelievable. And this now all was the second time that I had eaten food from strangers and was satisfied again to doing it. I mean, yes. I would never typically do this. And it was so great. In fact, you think of a chocolate-covered strawberry... And then you take it like times a thousand. And that's how a chocolate-covered raspberry yeah. tastes. Unbelievable. It was so good. Sweet ladies. Whole family was super nice. And just wanted to give a little love. So we gave trail magic, but we also got some trail mm -hmm. magic in North Carolina. Finally, uh, we went to Asheville because somebody with four legs needed to get groomed. I needed to do a little work. And... And I went to the Biltmore. You went to the Biltmore. Anything yes. you want to say about the Biltmore? A lot, but you said I had to limit what no. I said about the Biltmore. No, okay. Give us your Biltmore here. Well, if you haven't been to the Biltmore in Asheville, it's one of, it might be the largest home, I guess. I think in it's America. the largest private home in the United States. And it was absolutely incredible, of course. And, um, so was just the property. I, I asked one of the shuttle drivers and they said they thought maybe 2,500 people worked on the property. It was a well-oiled machine. It was a really interesting day of history. And I think a lot of what we talked about on here is community and hospitality and just seeing kind of how people were living there. Of course, very privileged people in 1895 was just so fascinating and I just had a really incredible experience. I thought it was, I'm always really intrigued by the lifestyle stories of people, not just those rich and famous, but of all walks of life. And, and this was just kind of on one end of the spectrum. 
So if you're in the area, it's not necessarily cheap to go and do it, uh, but it was really beautiful. They said the busiest time is Christmas, I think because, of course, it's decorated for the holidays, which probably adds even an additional allure to it, but it's incredible. And while Asheville's not on the AT, it's it, it took us, it was 40 minutes from Hot Springs, and it does have itself... Uh, some great day hikes, great breweries. I actually stocked us up on some groceries at the local food co-op there. It's a, it's a fun, it's a, I, it, it was, I think it's having a little bit of a Sedona, you know, it was a very hippie mountain town and is, um, growing and with seems, that comes some growing problems, but it's also a great place. It seems to have a very outdoor centric community. Cause I only drove with you in and then I was, that tour takes forever. I was there all day and then left. But even just coming in, there was signs for kayaking drop-ins. There was people running. They have incredible bike lanes. I mean, just really outdoor friendly. I, when I worked at a park on the French Broad River and had great trails. So bonus, bonus time in North Carolina. Yeah. That's it. That was it. It went fast. It was a lot of fun though. Yeah, it was. And now, next up is going to be Tennessee. Yep. Which, interesting about the AT, has miles that go back and forth on in Tennessee and North Carolina. And they're actually considered NC slash TN miles mm -hmm. of the AT, which I feel like... I don't understand that. Is it duplicated? So they have... So yes? There's North Carolina miles... Mm -hmm. Then there's North Carolina slash Tennessee miles, and then there's Tennessee miles. Because the North Carolina... Because it just juts in and out of the states. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So we're headed to Tennessee. Thanks for listening, everyone. Trail Towns, episode three of our season six, hashtag 59 podcast. Subscribe, leave glowing, wonderful reviews if you haven't already. We really appreciate everyone listening and if you've not been to our website and you would like to learn more about what we're up to as an outdoor adventure community hashtag the word spelled out number five number nine dot com all our podcast episodes all our outdoor adventure articles and our full trash cleanup event schedule signing off from north carolina see you in tennessee thanks y'all